0: Alright, friends, family, team, welcome back. It's Season 9, Episode 3 of the Washed Up Podcast. We're going to start off a little differently than we normally do. We are going to start off with the National Championship. Um, it was a game for all of 14 seconds. <laughs> then we're going to get into how does it affect the draft and the draft class of this year. And then into Week 18 and our instant reaction as Bears fans and Brady's lifelong recency, Bears fandom. And then we're going to do a little non-sports, so that's where the switch and the uh, usual agenda goes. And then we'll get some NBA, NB, MLB. Use your letters better, Patrick. And then we'll finish it off with a little preview of the NFL playoffs. Friends, family, team. It's a fucking washed-up podcast. Let's get it!
1: You can come get me and I'm pointing in the field cause I've been seeing this coming round the big get the bands by the trend next time i the main. man quit playing got a plan for my commas uh. this shit is a breeze me and my ego we think of some things I got tricks up my sleeve and I'm playing for keeps I don't answer that no one
0: a- alright Georgia 4063 TCU 7 Yes, and if you're
2: hearing me a little funky, it's because I'm on Zoom today. I had a little injury to my bum, and I won't go into <laughs> any more than that. But I'll tell you one thing. I am not more butt hurt than a TCU fan who spent five grand to go to the game because that was an atrocity. That was a moment where you know that they're happy to be there, but at the end of the game, it's like, we shouldn't have even been happy for the participation trophy.
3: That, yeah, that was such a bad loss that you can't be like, great season, boys. Cause it was so embarrassing that it's like everyone on their couch is laughing their ass off mm-hmm. at, at, like, at you, not laughing with you, <laughs> just at you.
2: Yeah. This is it- the first time the Big 12 had a chance to show that they deserve to be there because it was the first time that they were ever there and they fucking blew it like every sec fan every fucking uh what's the chair dad that we say what's the uh the armchair dad yeah yeah
0: we say uh what do we we say the armchair gm the
2: recliner dads in the south are like they're the alabama's play against georgia and lsu and no other team should be able to get in and they have a hundred percent point to say that again today after that it should just be Alabama versus Georgia every year. <laughs> you know, like, they,
3: they did beat Michigan, and they what? played great in that game. <laughs> uh, but the thing, the thing is, like, the way Georgia came out, I don't think
2: Michigan would have put up much of a better fight. Well, here's the thing. People are saying that Michigan should be more embarrassed than TCU. But it got to a point at the end with 65 to 7, I believe it was, right? 65 to 7. Yeah, I think that was the final. That Michigan has nothing to do with this anymore. It's just full on embarrassment for TCU. They scored seven points. The other team scored that times 10.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Like it was. And they played
2: on the same field on the same day.
3: <laughs> when it was 45 to 7, I was like, wow, they are down by more than seven touchdowns. Yeah. Like they, you don't. He, there are some NFL games where you don't even have the ball seven full times. Yeah, right. like that's insane. Georgia
2: scored. Georgia scored eight touchdowns
3: consecutively. Right.
2: Eight touchdowns and the other team scored one. <laughs> eight to one in a sport where that one to eight equals seven points each.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: I'm not a big math guy. But that's a lot to a little.
0: Yeah, I mean, eight to one in soccer, hockey—that's an embarrassment game too. So to put it into that perspective is just another level of what the fuck. That was a championship game.
2: Yeah, and it was the first time that I actually turned it off at halftime. You know, people would be like, "Oh, this sucks. I'm turn it off," but they'll turn it back on after halftime. They just don't want to watch that. Then they'll go watch something else and come back. I did not even think about it for a second coming back, and I also. I, I watch a little bit out of my phone, like, checking the score because mm-hmm. I had the under. And, like, <laughs> I feel like after, after every pick that loses, I'm like, you know what? That's not my fault. It's the other team's fault. But honestly, I have a case here. The other team did it by themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, the under was the play. But they nobody knew that TCU was that bad, including myself.
3: Yeah, yeah the lights were just a little too bright. And the pressure a was a little,
2: little. but <laughs> we can't take this lightly.
3: No, They've I know lost by 60 full points. I know I, it was like an intentional understatement.
0: Near the early in the third quarter, I jokingly like looked into what's the highest spread I can take right now. It was 40, <laughs> it was 49 and a half <laughs> at plus 460. And I was like, this is where I win it all back.
2: <laughs> this is how I win
0: and, and I looked at it and I was like, how much am I going to lose if TCU doesn't do a lick a dick the rest of the way? Because I was like, the only way I'm going to have fun watching this is if I put it on TCU and it's kind of close. <laughs> so I risked just enough so that uh, I still lost on the day, but it wasn't as bad like when I woke up. Yeah. So, dude, dude, you could have even
3: gone up to, like, minus 55. You could have gone a whole other touchdown.
0: I I only took it as high as the book would let me. So, (laughs) I was (laughs) like, it was plus 460. And I was looking at it, and I was like, well, I guess it gives me something to look forward to and, like, keep watching. Granted, me, we were just playing darts for most of the second half, and I would just occasionally walk back into the room and check the score. score. Yeah. Because, like, even if the plus 460 live bet of minus 49 and a half didn't hit, it's not like the amount I put on it was going to make it way worse. But if it won, it was going to make it way better. Yeah. So it was just kind of a go back and forth and see if it has a chance. And then it did have a chance, and the reserves just still tried, which I thought was hilarious. Yeah. Hey, it's their tryout. Well,
2: there's two things that brings me to two points when you say minus 49 and a half. Number one, when Alabama plays Citadel the first week of the year, for whatever reason they do that, I know there's a the money part, but it's literally a health risk that Alabama's playing against Citadel. If you saw 65 to 7, even in that game, you would be like, whoa, Alabama beat the fuck out of those guys. And <laughs> Citadel actually has 24 active players on their roster. Yeah. Now, let's bring that over back to this conversation. You were able to put in a wager for minus 49 and a half in the national championship game.
0: Right. That's what blew my mind too.
2: And you guys know I'm a feel bad kind of guy. And I'm like, you know what? TCU still got there. It's a little bit impressive. It's not, it's not even a little bit impressive and they deserve everything that they're going to get. And the next time, that the committee has to think about getting them in, even with twelve teams next year, they will not get the benefit of the doubt.
0: Yeah, absolutely not. And they're yeah. not even in like near the top. Uh, I think they just showed the top ten today on Sports Center for next year already. TCU is not there. Well, they yeah, weren't. No, they weren't wow. even ranked to
3: start the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah. they, they, were they like mentioned that too. Two, like two 200- hundred. Two hundred to one odds to even make the college football playoff. So I mean, like, Starting props to you.
0: Yeah, yeah. So while watching it, obviously it just kept getting worse and worse, and then it got funny because of I, I I wagered it, and it was just hilarious at that point. But it brought me to think of this question, which is like you can pick Georgia because it was it's right at top of hand right now. But if you're a huge Georgia fan, the biggest. Like you, you're 35 years old, Georgia's your alma mater. You and three of your closest Georgia friends saved up to go to L.A. for this game. Third quarter hits, you guys are up five touchdowns, whatever it was. Whatever the actual score was, like middle of the third. When do you leave? That is such...
2: answer, thinking about just the polarity of the South in college football, never, I'd say the whole entire game because Alabama has fucking tormented us for forever. Nobody ever talked about Georgia. They can win 10 in a row and still fucking feel great about it. And I was thinking about this today. How does winning by 58 points feel? Like, you still feel great about the championship? And because it's Georgia, I think you do, just because of how much Alabama has dominated.
0: Yeah. Right. I I would go back on that and say, like, you're with three of your closest friends that you've known for years now. You go to L.A. You might have like enough, like maybe you're fl- you're probably flying out the next day. My thought is, leave and go tie one on hard.
3: Yeah, go live it up in L.A. You probably haven't been there that often if you're from Georgia. Like you're like like let's
0: see what the nightlife and, has to offer. And I'm talking on a Monday
3: night. I'm talking like
0: bad. Like, like missed your flight, bad, right? Like, maybe walk to the airport throughout the entire day because you're so drunk. You have you're, there's no other way. If you go to sleep, you're not waking up. Yeah. Oh God, I'm saying like if
2: that's the case. I'm leaving with about three minutes left to go in the second quarter. So <laughs> if you didn't know that game was over. You were blind or had a billion dollars on TCU. Yeah. Only two options.
0: Yeah. I like, so Brady, if it was Northwestern or I mean, uh, Notre Dame.
2: Yeah, my guys.
0: Yeah, exactly. Your hometown guys. And it's, let's say it's 45, 10 with 10 minutes left in the third. What are you doing?
2: I'm gone.
0: Yeah. I'm
2: out.
3: What if you're, what, what if Notre Dame is getting beaten 45 to 10? I left already.
2: That's what I was. That, no, that's what I was thinking about already. Is like I thought the question was: "TCU, when do you lead? And to be honest, with that one, and if it's a team that I love so much, I will never ever give up.
1: Yeah,
0: ever. I I agree. <laughs> I would <laughs> I would stay longer in defeat than I would in success
2: absolutely wow it's just, it's, that's just the way life goes like the, the winners are never as good as they seem and when you're down you never think you're gonna get back up again that's a line from blow which is a great movie <laughs> What is a, movie?
0: a good movie it's
2: called blow no comment on the drug great
0: movie, <laughs> um but yeah but if i was
2: a georgia fan at halftime i'll go buy a bunch of that and then party with my friends
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I'm leaving. Uh, I'm leaving real early. I'm not gonna be there at the fourth quarter if my team's up that much. You're pulling the.
3: Ah, we could beat traffic if we get out of here right now. Oh
0: no, I'm saying we can be the first at the bar if we leave right now. Yeah, there's no <laughs> oh, yeah. traffic. I'm sprinting places. Ubers, no thanks. I'm running on fumes right now. Um, kind of
2: how it was when the Cubs won the World Series. No, no rules, no nothing. Right, that and he to the ninth inning, but.
0: And obviously that that translates differently across sports. Like if the White Sox were about to win the World Series, I'm planting my ass down. Like I, I I'm gonna be there because in my head it's just like I don't have the college ties in football naturally. Uh, I mean it's not your fault. I'm a huge man. Alabama guy. Everybody knows. But yep. Um, for the White Sox, I, I'm pretty sure I would stay in it. I would soak it all in. I probably wouldn't even leave to be completely honest until yeah, but, somebody told well, me to. So-
2: the difference between football and baseball it was actually impossible for tcu to come back at halftime Absolutely yes impossible. very like, very true up eight to one going into the bottom of the ninth anything could happen very yeah. very much likely that they're going to win the game yeah i but guess there's not a time limit
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> i guess like it would probably take me the thing is with the White Sox, I'm reading too much into this. If if we're up forty five to one in the World Series Game Seven, I'm gone. Yeah, yeah. I'm gone. Yeah, you could you could put your shortstop Physic- in physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. I'm on a different planet,
2: dude. But that's like I was saying with Georgia. This win was so big. It's like, oh man, I kind of wish it was closer. But the same thing with Alabama. How big they've been. I don't know if you think about that. Yeah. But yeah. Absolute fucking stomping you would almost say it's a bullying, but it's like the other the kid who gets bullied usually doesn't voluntarily come to the fight. <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> I, I agree. I think uh, I don't Kirby smart. I, I don't really have a stance on him, but I respect the fuck about blowing them out of the water. Yeah, like never letting off the gas. Just like we're still the best, regardless if our ninth string is in or it's our first, we can beat the brakes off of you with anyone at any position, and we're gonna prove it. They tied the cement I blocks. Don't
2: know what he could have done?
0: They like I don't
2: know what he could have done.
3: Kirby Smart tied the cement blocks to the feet of TCU after they were already dead from drowning. Yeah, yeah. I like,
2: totally disagree. I totally disagree. He he took his team out and they just scored on every four plays. What is he supposed to do? Like make a tackle, stop someone
3: downfield, run like the ball out. out. He
2: did. Yeah,
3: yeah, he
0: kind of did. Over their ass. Yeah, like him running the ball up the
2: middle is only getting his guys possibly hurt. If they're just gonna be wide open down the field, you just keep doing that. Yeah, you you, like it was. It was also they scored seven points in the fourth quarter. I think. Maybe, maybe
0: less. Uh, if how many, what'd you say
2: in the fourth quarter? How many points did Georgia score?
0: More than seven, I think it was 14.
2: Yeah, well, okay, that was an interception, and they had a 10 yard run. It was like almost like they it would feel bad if they didn't score.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, then yeah, it would be rubbing I don't it think in. Any of that, they scored I don't think any of that is on Kirby's bar at all. So they scored 17 in the first, 21 in the second, 14 in the third. 13 in the fourth, and TCU had seven in the first.
2: Oh, my God. Oh, dude, my brother got so fucked on that missed PAT. Like, so fucked. Why? A lot. I'll explain off air. <laughs> no,
0: no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. So,
2: so the next time you think a kicker's getting fucking off, <laughs> they're not.
0: Yeah. Oh, my God.
2: The kid hasn't missed a field goal or actually extra point all year, I don't think.
0: Yeah. Um, all right, let's uh, go into how does this affect how do the shit performances of TFCU's uh, uh, prospects, how does this affect define, their draft stock? That's literally what I was trying to say. Thank you so much for getting me there. <laughs> Even though it's not entirely
3: his fault, I feel completely validated on my Quentin Johnston rant. Yeah,
0: you're a he,
2: piece of shit, Brad. Because yesterday, before the fucking game, you're saying that this kid's gonna be the next Calvin Johnson, and you're taking him two touchdowns plus, and now you're completely validated. Which I get it. You didn't say that on air, so I won't hold it against you. <laughs> no, I, what I
3: was, my, what I was saying was because I had this rant. He was gonna look like Calvin Johnson, and I was gonna look like a total fucking clown. Oh, and like sense. I was like, of like, course. Yeah, I'm like like I, I don't have confidence enough in my own takes yeah. sometimes where I just only when they're right. I bent over and sold out immediately <laughs> and was like, he's scoring two touchdowns. Thank God I had Stetson Bennett first. You and, did? Yeah. Nice. And like Georgia in the over parlayed. Which I mean, like they're inconsequential wagers, but Yeah.
2: That's the funniest thing about Brad. I'm watching Billions right now, It's all about hedge and hedge fund managers, and like just the way his brain works. Yeah, so I lost on the Quentin Johnson, but came back and hit two fucking pretty big parlays. So, uh, <laughs>
1: that
2: it <day> for me, <laughs> well, my, my my hedging. I'm going into the game I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna hedge this, and then I just fucking quadruple down on like PCU. Yeah, right.
3: They can't it's lose fun. by
0: at least sixty, dude. For yeah, so
2: with, no, I took George and the under, which. Is, ah,
0: for some reason, uh, I obviously hindsight's twenty twenty when we do all this shit. But when TCU scored to make it seven to ten, I was like, maybe. Yeah. It, but if you watched any of the game leading up to that first touchdown and only touchdown for TCU, having the game be that close, you should have immediately just been like, "What's the highest spread I can go?" Yeah, because. <laughs> Every time Georgia had the ball, 6 yards, 12 yards, 15 yards, 25 yards, 6 yards, 8 yards, every single time. Yeah, they literally ran through them
3: like the proverbial shit through a goose. I don't know if in any college football playoff or like any bowl game of note, if a team has been that efficient on offense...
0: And this was the national fucking championship.
3: Yeah, I knew I like TCU's defense was not as good as its offense. It's been like their thing all year. Yeah, but like, come on, you—they didn't make a single fucking stop. The yeah. only time that Georgia punted the ball, which I think was twice or once, it was like a drop and just a shit pass from Stetson Bennett, who, by the way, is older than Josh Doesn't Allen.
2: Matter? It doesn't matter, but it does matter when you're talking about previous bowl games. Has anybody ever been that efficient? How about that efficient with three white guys doing it?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Anytime he drops back, he's go to fucking
2: Bowser or McConkie. And like I got to say McConkey has the knees of a 48 year old and they just give him a pain shot before the game. I'm like, oh, you know, it would have been great to know that when I was 12.
3: Yeah. He gives me McConkey gives me like Wes Welker vibes. Yeah. Yeah. But he's more of a burner it seems like. Yeah, he,
0: he I don't know.
3: I don't get it. But
0: um he had that what? 80 yard s- catch. Yeah. He he was really good and uh, I took a live bet of uh Quentin and that guy uh, to combined have two hundred yards, and that was <laughs> that was not even close. Um, I
2: also had the running back. What's the running back's name from Georgia? Um, McKinnon. Yeah.
0: Uh, number six. Yeah. What was Whatever.
2: It? He was awesome all year, and then you find out they have fucking three running backs. Derek Henry is their backup running back. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So back to the original question: How does this affect draft stock? And to be honest, I think it affects it at zero value for either team. I think, I think it think makes you make this game as a loss.
3: Well, the other thing is, like Jalen Carter didn't even have like a crazy good game.
2: He couldn't.
3: Yeah, I guess that's true. No, he could have because. Eh,
0: I guess you're right. Well, who? I mean, Georgia's defense looked all world. Naturally, just because, I mean, they when you put, yeah, I mean, you put 19 to or 18 to 20 year olds against kindergartners, they're going to look as good as they are. Yeah. And dude, they had freshmen, legit first year players in NCAA, bull rushing juniors, seniors, whatever it was for TCU. That's an 18 year old punking you. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. I I, have, I think I'd quit. I well, dude. In
3: like a few water polo games, like what you would get on some of the East Coast teams, like especially the Ivy League schools, where like this kid could have played at USC, UCLA, if he so chooses. And this wiry eighteen-year-old kid is making the seniors on your team and you look like a bunch of fucking chumps. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, want there not. is nothing that you is want. My to, senior
2: year. And these kids across the net had fucking rec specs on and were fucking 6'1", one, 120 pounds wet, just absolutely destroying
3: <laughs> yeah. it. it It's emasculating. Like, yeah, there's nothing you want to do more than pull that I'm kid under video. by the cap and just throat check him.
0: Yeah. Hey, Brady, uh, while we're here, let's try without the AirPods for a little bit. Um, I just want to see if it's going to be a little bit... I can't hear you. Yeah, no worries. The audience can. Um, so, my thought here is when it comes to Quentin Johnson, I think this doesn't affect him. Yeah, yeah we're good. All right. Um, when it comes to Quentin Johnson, I don't think this affects him at all. Yeah,
3: because, I mean, the quarterback had no time to get him the ball. Nothing. But the other thing was, like... He also got punked by the DBs a couple different times.
0: Well, yeah, I think saying that it doesn't affect him at all is a complete, like, understatement. It definitely affects a little bit of worry, but I don't think his stock went too far down. Yeah. It, I, let's say his stock was at 9.2. I think he went down to a solid 9.
3: Yeah. Like, he he's going to be a first-round pick. He's probably the first wide receiver taken off the board unless the raiders are picking a wide receiver for whatever reason cuz then they're just going to take the guy who runs the fastest yeah um but i don't know like i i just think he's going to end up being a bust like i he sure he's big there's a lot of guys in the nfl that are big yeah like it's not like he's creating ridiculous separation based on his route running alone yeah
2: i love Big, wide receiver.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I want Jordan Addison. You got okay, me on that train.
2: I want Jordan Addison, too. But here's the thing. who Here's whose draft stock went up. Stetson Bennett, he's now going to get drafted in the sixth round by the Patriots. And then Bowser, the tight end, he's going to get drafted by somebody a little higher than he would have, even though he's an undersized, not as strong type of guy. But he's just always wide open, and he's fast, and he's flexible, just like all the new tight ends are. The guy, Carter, who the Bears are thinking about taking – His draft stock went up for me by the first play of the game. He went out from the nose tackle position and tackled a screen. This is a man who's 325 pounds, and he's just all muscle, but he's moving people like Aaron Donald. And you see in games with the Rams when they're not playing well and they win a game like 16 to 15, say. And at the end of the game, you're like, oh, who made the difference? Aaron Donald. That's the number one pick. I know they're going to give it up, and we're going to get into that, but that kid Carter is really good. But why I say the game didn't matter is because he's been that good all
3: year. Yeah, like the I think pressure up the middle in the NFL is more disruptive than like pressure on the outside because you have guys like
2: the team has changed.
3: Like you look at Tom Brady and you look at Aaron Rodgers. When there's pressure on the outside, they always drop back far, and when the pressure starts coming, they step up in the pocket. Yeah. If you're stepping up into Jalen Carter, what's going to happen? You're going to get fucking mauled. Yeah. Death. <laughs> Death. Seriously, though. By execution. Like, Bryce Young, like, I legitimately worry about that kid in the NFL at his frame. Like, if Fletcher Cox falls on him, he might not have a single collarbone anymore.
0: Fletcher Cox is practically double the kid's weight. Yeah. I mean, I I agree. I think that you give... The opportunity to the best athlete in college football, and you hope for the best. Like, he's proven it at every level so far. What's to say he can't do it again with another challenge ahead of him? He's still one hell of an athlete. He's still a top recruit. He's still highly valued. So, to say that he'll break, Devonta Smith is still out there. Yeah, he's still chilling, and he's taking some big hits. And... They protect quarterbacks extremely well. Not to say that if it goes by and then he breaks, sure. But rushers and people trying to murder the quarterback have to be a little more cautious these days. Yeah. So it does change the spectrum on how do we beat that quick of a quarterback.
3: Yeah, and, and he can dot a ball like 30 yards downfield.
2: Yeah. yeah that, that's, pretty, that's pretty damn true.
0: Yeah. Thank you. I- very good. <laughs> yeah, hold on.
2: But you guys, who are you two? Who are you just talking about?
0: Bryce Young. Bryce Young.
2: Oh yeah, so you're sticking out for him, so never mind. <laughs> and can we talk about the Bears for a second? Yeah. The pick, are we kind of there?
0: Yeah. 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 If
2: one more fucking person talks about the Bears trading Justin Fields, I am personally going to kill them.
3: Yes. Here's the thing, though. That narrative is necessary. Here's why it's necessary. You have to make the teams in need of a quarterback a little bit further behind you in the draft to have enough of a seed of doubt where they give you the haul to make sure you don't get that guy. That's like, it. yeah. Bryce, the Bears should be at the front of every single Bryce one, one of Bryce Young's pro days. They should interview him a lot in, like, Ryan Poles gave the out today. We'd have to be blown away. All he needs to say the week before the draft is he really blew us away. Right, yeah. And then, oh, shit, maybe they're actually thinking about it. Right. And then, okay, Colts, you really need a quarterback. We want DeForest Buckner, the fourth overall pick.
2: Negotiating with the Texans or Colts. I'm not worried about fooling either of them. (laughs) They wake up dizzy. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> i don't know though dude oh, like
2: but okay but here's the thing we haven't instilled any type of confidence in Justin fields then we do then he takes off and then we're gonna do this to him
3: no they're they're in his right ear it's
2: not even someone on the table we're not tricking anybody justin fields is going nowhere and i that should be the only statement they make
3: we know that he knows that they for sure would be in his ear being like hey justin we gotta like say these things like, we
0: don't. Yes, we do, yes, Brady. You're yeah, not you listening. Do. We
2: don't have to fool the Texans or Colts. They they combined for seven
0: wins this year. Still got it, dude. Yeah, these
2: guys got Matt Ryan, Carson Wentz, and Nick Foles. Are like,
0: so it's awesome. easier to fool them to get more. You're making your point even worse. If we, we can don't fool don't them, to-
2: no. <laughs> No, you don't have to pick on the dumb
0: kid. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. This is when you take the dumb kid's lunch money and you fucking run. You're talking to two guys who haven't had a Super Bowl. You, on the other hand, you're coming in with a different perspective as a recent lifelong Bears fan. That's old me. Exactly. Old you with the same mentality. We haven't seen a Super Bowl. I would hit. I'm.
2: Yes, I hear you. Say it. Say it.
0: I would take the dumb kid's lunch money, punch him in the face, and take his entire lunch too. Yeah.
2: Uh, You know what? That's fair.
0: Yeah. But, dude, how sick sick was it getting the first overall pick?
2: That was so fucking... Like, this is what I'm talking about, though. (laughs) How dumb could you... B.
3: Yeah, for Lovie Smith was told he was getting fired before the game happened.
0: He yeah, went out there I and said, fuck your team then. Yeah. I mean, that's beautiful. Coach the game? You're, Yeah, we're kind of going into Brady's, uh, they're so dumb, you don't need to trick them. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, yeah, because they told because Lovie they just he was con- gone. Yeah. Dude, tell your head coach, you're fucking canned after this game, right before you're about to seal the number one overall pick. That's perfect. Yeah.
2: And, like, the Texans are just pieces of
0: shit. Yeah. They had
2: two consecutive African-American coaches that they've hired to tank and then fired. There's something going on there. You can't think Lovey Smith's going to be like, okay, I'm going to go out and tank for you. Yeah.
0: No, No, he's not.
2: And also, the Colts are just as dumb. Bat the ball down. How did he miss the
0: ball? (laughs) (laughs) Because they were tanking right. Yeah. Dude, how hard is it? I mean, you get the touchdown sure. You need the two-point conversion. How in the world does the court, like Davis Mills just go, "You know what? I could just throw this into the ground." <laughs> yeah. yeah. But he's also like his job's on the hot seat. Like yeah, he's, he's trying he's to make a name for, for him. Yeah, he's
3: trying to play for a job.
0: So, to say like uh, honestly, it's just at the front office for the Texans Checkmate. and they're they're moronic. What? Checkmate. Yeah, right? For real. <laughs> Dude, Davis Mills is going to be one hell of an XFL quarterback one day, dude. know yeah, the Texans are going to come out and try and trick the Bears and say Davis Mills is their guy. That's basically your guys' argument. <laughs> <guys. laughs> no,
3: I want to steal their lunch money. Give us if all all we want, say
2: Brandon Cooks.
3: No, uh, the two Fuck, no. they they have the two and the twelve. Fuck it, give us the two and the twelve, and we'll give you our first overall pick and the third round pick. Then we take the two overall and we trade it to the Colts. And we get more picks.
2: You know what is so crazy, <laughs> though, is that that game happens the way it does. And then I'm thinking about it. I'm like, why does who gives a fuck if we're going for the first pick? They know we're not drafting the quarterback. And then you realize it's the Colts trying to bump the Texans who they just fucking Bill Swindler with the <laughs> Hail Mary pass. Yeah. Like, that's incredible.
3: Yeah. Yeah. For real, it is. And you know what's crazy? Like I was talking to my friends who were not Bears fans. The majority of our group chat is Jets fans, Jets fans, and a couple Giants fans. People outside of Chicago think that there is a chance that the Bears actually take a quarterback. I'd hit Russell
2: a kid. Fields uh, almost broke records with people who don't deserve to be on their college football team.
3: Oh, I, I don't disagree with you. But what I'm saying is that's the belief outside of Chicago, which that's is good, good for yeah, us. Yeah, that's great.
2: Well, then I guess we have the only smart fan base and they can go in the category with the Texans and Colts, then that's fine. I yeah. mean, they're Jets
3: fans and Giants fans. So yeah, we're not that
0: far and
2: Zach off. Zach Wilson, I'd want to fucking jump off a cliff too.
0: I'd say, like, bias aside, Bears fans are the smartest people in the world. <laughs> yeah, probably. Bi- bias aside.
2: No, I, I'm not laughing. The truth is funny. We've gone. Right. Right. Yeah. On. Things
0: are only funny because they're true. Mm-hmm.
2: That, that, that's spot on.
0: Yeah. It's rock and roll fucking rock and roll cafe.
2: But you know why we can feel as smart as we are is because the upper management has been fired and passed over so many times. Like we have to know what's right for the team.
3: Yeah. Wait, you know what? You know, what's pissing me off. Hmm. Teams are already poaching our assistant general manager for GM, like, job hires.
0: That's great. No, yeah. it's bad.
2: We And we poached Matt Nagy as the assistant offensive coordinator for the fucking Chiefs. Doesn't always work out, Russ.
3: But Ryan Poles runs everything through this Ian Cunningham guy. Same and I too. trust everything that Ryan Poles has done so far.
0: So if Ryan Poles doesn't offer this guy more than what he's about to get with more success down the road, not worth it, you know?
2: Yeah, Yeah. and Ryan Poles isn't giving him his deep, dark
0: secrets yet. Hey, man, dude, you always...
2: The guy that leads them to the playoffs.
0: Yeah, you always hold the most secrets from the closest people to you. That's why you guys know nothing about me. (laughs) He skins cats on the weekends.
2: I have seven left toes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right, let's go into uh, week 18. We already kind of mentioned how uh, the Bears and Texans unfolded. The one thing that was a little bit of a bugaboo that I didn't really get to celebrate was I was working, getting text message updates. I was fucking swamped at work. So I was checking my phone sporadically and then I was watching the two point conversion live and no one in the entire restaurant had a fucking clue what was happening. So I'm like sitting there like, just at least one guy to just, be like, fuck yeah. Yeah, and I had to, like, explain it to people who had, like, bear shit on. Oh, like, those are the fucking worst fans people. Fans yeah, and I, I was so bummed because I was, like, trying to blow up group chats, but they're already being blowed up, and I was just sitting there in my own, like, my mind's going 5 million miles per hour, and I'm trying to sit down. But... It was worth it. Not
2: the Adam
1: Schefter on the
0: news. Yeah, exactly. So, whatever. That was the one big bugaboo. uh, But the coolest thing to happen, apart from that, because it's only Bears fans that were really pumped about it. How about that Bills game, dude?
3: I was... Dude, I teared teared up. up. Yeah.
0: Yep. So, for those who don't know, on the opening kickoff, first play of football since DeMar Hamlin. They returned the kickoff. They returned the opening kickoff for a touchdown. And it I, was awesome. Oh, dude. Oh, it was so cool. It was awesome. It's bigger it's than sports.
2: Game. It's just the game, they say.
0: Yeah, you idiots. It's not just a game. It's a lifestyle. Sports is poetry, baby. It was.
2: Yeah, and that, that, was, that was fucking unbelievable. Dude,
0: it was so cool. I, so I
2: could really say I'm kind of speechless about the whole situation. Me too.
0: Like I'm I'm trying to say more and articulate how much it like meant, but if you aren't moved by it, there's no way to explain it to you in order to get you moving. If that you makes don't sense.
2: Believe in something after seeing that, right, I dude? Don't know what else I can give to
0: you? Right, exactly. Whether it's a god, karma, whatever you believe in, past this existence. If you, if you watch that with just a stone face, I don't know if I can trust you as a person. Yeah, I
3: don't think... You might be Jeffrey Dahmer.
0: Yeah.
2: Every time with Dahmer with this guy.
0: Serial killer over here. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, all right, so Roquan... <laughs> let's just keep moving about uh, week 18. I'm
2: laughing because I'm scared.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> do we want to talk uh, just week 18 and... Wait for the news. No, fuck it. We're going to talk Roquan right now. So there's a deal out there from the Ravens to make uh, Roquan Smith the highest paid off-ball linebacker
3: in the league currently. Which means he's coverage dominant, which as like if you look at PFF ratings and trust them, he's not like even top 10 as a coverage linebacker. But Uh, sure, he makes a lot of tackles. Yeah. Happy he got paid. Yeah. Glad it wasn't
0: us. <laughs> exactly, dude. Really excited for him. Um glad he got it somewhere and also even more glad we didn't have to do it. I mean, um, that's such a regrettable contract.
2: Whoever wrote the article really fucking like doesn't like Roquan and the situation cuz he's like he had to add that he's an off-ball linebacker. Like he couldn't just say wait, no, that doesn't make any sense. He actually had to say that.
3: Yeah. (laughs)
1: Because
3: that adds to be like, this guy got paid this.
2: How do you calculate that? How, what, like, how, why like. Mm -hmm.
3: He's getting (laughs) paid more. He's getting
0: paid more than on-ball linebackers that are (laughs) dramatically more impactful. I was just about to make such a dumb joke. And then thank God you said on-ball because now I don't have to do the stupid fucking voice. Oh, i ball. <laughs> okay, so if he's an outside off-ball linebacker, who the fuck's touching these balls then? Who's, on, who's <laughs> on my balls on if he's the ball? on the outside? <laughs> <laughs> Thank God I didn't have to do that on air.
3: <laughs> no, but like you look at what Shaq Leonard's getting paid and it's like 17 and a half. I think DeForest Buckner is at like 16 and a half. DeForest
2: Buckner's is a lineman.
3: Yeah. I, well, he could, he used to play linebacker.
2: Yeah. So, like, why are you paying a guy who can only do one thing when you can pay a guy who can do like seven?
3: Exactly. And that's why Roquan doesn't live up to the price tag.
2: Yeah. But, like, when he gets paid, you get a little freaked out. And you're like, oh, well, what did we miss? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, all I, right. You know what? Fuck it. I hope he has a great career. Same. Yeah. Nice one, Brady. Um, all right. Let's run through uh, the things that changed the playoff structure, but not really. So, Chiefs. Beating the Raiders, they clinched one seed. Good for them. Jaguars. Kind
3: bullshit, though, but I digress. Yeah. The, they had the, the same amount of losses as the Buffalo Bills, and mm-hmm. the Buffalo Bills beat them head-to-head, and the Buffalo Bills didn't get the one seed.
0: That's kind of horseshit. There's a whole thing going on. Yeah, there is a whole thing going on that we're not completely sure, but we're just running through the bases. And we can talk more about, like, What's logistics. bullshit and what's not yeah. later on. Uh, Jaguars officially in. Good for them. Uh, the Bucks just sailed it, mailed it in against the Falcons. Uh, the Bills game we covered, it was just fucking cool. Bengals put in work over the Ravens. Texans-Colts, we all know what happened. 32-31 Texans. Uh, the Dolphins squeak in in what might have been the worst game of football all year. <laughs> Yeah, how the fuck does a team score eleven points in the NFL, dude? They l- it was it was six nine nice. Then <laughs> a couple of laterals, blah blah blah. Next thing you know, safety. And I saw a FanDuel ticket that somebody had Dolphins nine, Jets six. Oh. That's the final score. Blows. Oh, that's so shitty, dude. I'd, I I don't even know. I would probably. Turn the water on the shower to freezing cold and make myself sit in it for hours. Oh, but
2: yeah. that'd be the that'd be the best thing I did that whole day.
0: Yeah. Um Panthers, Saints, that game didn't mean a lick a dick and Panthers won. Steelers, Browns, Brez, and James couldn't have been more wrong. Yeah, they got floored. Dude, last week no, you guys were so you guys bad. both looked at each other with I wanna fuck you because you were so hard in on the Browns, hilarious, dude. Mike Tomlin's never had a losing record, and you go, you know what? I just want Deshaun it Watson's gonna be the one to cause it. My ass. Yeah. Uh, Broncos. I Chargers. Didn't take Brown's money line. So you took Browns money line. I didn't. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. So you did. Um, Chargers mailed it in. Broncos win thirty-one twenty-eight. That game didn't mean anything for anybody. Eagles secured one seed. Good for them. 49ers whoop the Cardinals. And God damn it, Baker. It's so hard for me to be your guy when you don't give the Lions a chance.
3: Yeah, that was fucking infuriating. But and, yeah. big game of ref ball. The Seahawks got so many breaks yeah. in that game.
0: Yeah. And, I mean, it's not like it changes anything about how I feel about Baker Mayfield, but how cool would it have just been to have Sunday Night Football mean the world to both teams? And you know yeah. what?
3: The fucking Lions are better than, like, half the teams in the playoffs. That yeah,
2: sucks. Also, let's just say the circumstances are the same, like or the results are the same. The Lions beating the Packers to go to the playoffs? Yeah. That would have been fucking sick.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It would have been poetry. would have been awesome. Yeah. Uh, like, the the Lions won eight out of their last ten games.
2: That's on them for losing their first eight.
0: <laughs> yeah, they started one and six. Um, Cowboys aren't a good football team. Prove me wrong. Uh, Commanders, 26. Cowboys, 6. That was just bad. I that hated, was so ugly. Yeah, I hated watching that. And everything leading up to this game was showing you that Cowboys might be on the right track. They're definitely not winning the Super Bowl, but they could be on the way to something. And then in comes Taylor Heineke and a terrible commander's team. Well, uh, no,
2: Carson Wentz played. Did he? Yeah, he threw like three interceptions.
0: Oh, I wasn't even watching. I was Last just... Weekend? No, you're probably not. I was just looking... Well,
2: maybe he played this week.
0: No, it was uh, Sam Howell.
2: Oh, yeah, Sam Howell. He went off.
0: Yeah, I just saw I saw Taylor Heineke on the sideline, and I assumed that he had gotten taken out.
2: I don't know if he killed somebody or hooked up with somebody's wife. Why Carson Wentz played in their most pivotal game two weeks ago blew my mind.
3: Yeah. is Car- can Carson Wentz
0: should just do everyone a favor and retire. Yep. Same with I Matt Ryan while we're on the topic of old white guys.
2: One of those guys who still thinks that he's good. Was yeah.
0: he ever that good to begin with? I mean. He almost won the MVP. Well, then he's somebody to have on the podcast because I am. He is washed up. I am two years younger than DeAndre Hopkins, so I still have a chance. Yes.
1: Yes, you do. Yes, you do.
0: Future Bear DeAndre Hopkins. I would. That would be so great. And then Lions Packers, that was great. And uh, nothing better than getting to watch Aaron Rodgers not make the playoffs. And then him going to the mic again.
3: He, You know what's great is he's turned into Brett Favre. He's threatened retirement the last three years. Yeah. And he kind of did it last year. Yeah. And he's like, you know what? Sometimes you just got to know when to turn the page. I uh, smoked a lot of peyote in the locker room. Uh, you are all naked elephants right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I'm gonna retire. He
2: was, a, he was a good loser when it was easy, and then it got hard, and then he became a dickhead again. We all thought he was changing, and guess what? He didn't. He's still a piece of shit. Fuck him. I'm glad. I'm glad he lost.
3: You know the my favorite story to come out of that game was there was like an elevator full of coaches, both Packers and Lions, and Deuce McAllister walks into the lock or walks into the elevator and screams. Can't lose to that team twice. <laughs> and then the like one of the Packers coaches goes, real classy. And he goes, hey, your quarterback said it.
0: Yeah. It's just like, yeah, shut up, idiot. Uh,
2: uh, I'm sorry, dude.
0: Um, all right, let's move to a little non-sports before getting back into sports. <laughs> um, so... Again, with my question of leaving the game at what time do you, if you're a fan, blah, 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 I thought of another question. And it was brought to me last night, well, after a couple cocktails. What's the least amount of money you would take to do blank sport for a living? So Brady, in your case, maybe bowling or softball. Brez, in your case, maybe swimming or water polo. And in my case, baseball or softball.
2: What's the least amount of money?
0: Annually. Have. So, like, you're getting money throughout. What's the least amount of money you do to do your favorite technical hobby?
2: It would have to be bowling.
0: For you. And what's the amount Maybe of money? It's
2: easiest on your body.
0: Okay. But what's the least amount of money? 75K? Yeah. I, I almost went that route, too. Um, mine would be softball. Um and I you would
2: just, you just broke your finger in half. Yeah. What's the point? All right. Keep
0: going. Sorry. <laughs>
2: well,
0: <laughs> I, I don't get the it's superfluous. Yeah, I don't that's a that's a <laughs> word I've never heard before. <laughs> I I was gonna say I think um I think softball for 60k.
3: Softball 60k.
0: That's yeah, dude you're playing I'm getting to play softball and just the sport of softball pays me 60k. See, here's the thing though. Like I thought about this
3: a lot. Nice. And it's a hell like sure we're talking a bit uh, talking about it idealistically right now. But when things aren't going your way, yeah. Like, and it's like your hobby and you love it and like you're just having a bad season, whatever. Mm -hmm. Having your number one hobby being your only real professional obligation
0: Mm -hmm.
3: makes it fucking awful. You dread the living shit out of it. I had that with water polo too. And like, yeah, when things are going good, you'll do it for free. Like when you're scoring goals or like you're just dominating, Mm -hmm. there is no better feeling. But when you're in like... Like you're in like a funk and you can't shake it. It is fucking miserable because it's all you think about and it affects every single part of your life.
2: I okay, but here's the thing: doing anything professionally and for a year long, you're gonna get into funks. Yeah. So like, when you're in a funk, what's the last thing you want to do? For me, go tread water or go <laughs> run, run, and catch a ball with my bare hands. When I'm in a funk, I like to go to the bowling alley. Maybe <laughs> during my three sets yeah. and, shoot a few darts and and then i and then i leave my back doesn't hurt my knees don't hurt i get to sit down in between every single shot basically yeah
0: but then you got to get up mm. <laughs> yeah. I, I i thought about it a lot too and i i love the game like even though softball is a poor man's baseball in every facet of it it's still my favorite thing to do yep so, I know it would suck to, like, play the hardos, like, every day of my life, but I'm still fucking getting paid 60K to play softball. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
2: that changes the whole entire fucking scheme of anything. Like,
0: I even, I even thought about going down to 50, and then I was like, the world's fucking changing. It needs to be 60. <laughs> Inflation <laughs> adjusted. Yeah. <000.
1: laughs>
0: yeah, I asked Thies this, and uh, I used golf for him. Dude said 30K. He's thinking he's still having a job on the fucking
3: side. <laughs> yeah, right, <dude?
0: laughs> Chris, on the other hand, said 100 <laughs> I,
3: I'm not kidding. My number was 150K. Because, like, if I'm playing water polo, the other part is, like, your body is your business. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to have to eat healthy, work out on my own and shit all the time. I want to have the funds to be able to do that. And when I can fuck off, I can really, like, go off the map and... Feel financially secure about it, yeah. And you like I a
2: sport that may or may not have professionally, but it's not like globally
0: renowned.
2: And you decided to go seventy five thousand dollars higher than me,
0: yeah, yeah. For
2: a sport that is professional,
0: you don't have to pick water polo. If you wanted to pick bowling too, it's a fucking free country.
2: So me and Pat gave someone of realistic answers. Bowling, <laughs>
3: bowling,
0: bowling, I would do powerful. for sixty. Yeah,
2: hundred fifty k a year.
0: Dude, I would do, I would do any sport that I ever had some promise in for sixty k for the rest of my life. Yeah,
2: one seventy five k because I still am obviously going to gamble.
0: Yeah, naturally. I mean, if I <laughs> if if it's my only stream of income, sixty k if I can do like this and like record content for the whole thing 40 I'll make yeah. I'll make twice that yeah being can, being that implement. softball guy
2: dude so he said 30k like that you're almost struggling to pay rent yeah
0: he was he like all I ne- that much yeah he was like all I need is a roof over my head and know how I'm gonna eat and then I'd play golf every day
2: yeah, but you got okay. So if the house is included, then yeah, thirty k is possible. If I had if I had a house and the sport, and then I got to pick my salary, I would go down to like fifty probably.
0: Yeah, fun question though. It, it is it's thought provoking. Yeah,
3: I just got so hung up on water polo because I saw it.
0: In yeah, the text. I, I just I I, uh, I assumed that no longer exactly. you no longer had the love for it that you used to. But as I was putting it in, I was like, okay, well. Yeah, just to give you an idea of where my head was at with the question, Uh, because like regardless of how I left the game of baseball, I still fucking love it. Yeah. So that was my question. Great question. Thanks. Um, Any other questions? Would you rather from anybody?
2: Uh, No, but I do have a statement. Like I said, I was uh, watching. I've been watching billions and I have finally figured out that if we really want to make it, we just have to cheat.
3: Pretty mm-hmm. much. That's
0: how it you is in everything. Like,
2: you can't make this type of money by just doing, like, by the book. You just have to cheat. So we yeah. just got to find a way to cheat.
0: Yeah. And you got you got to be a, f- like, moron. Like, some of, the guys, some of the people making money online, like, Instagram people, they're fucking acting stupid. Yeah. Like, well, they're yeah. acting like their IQ is four. The
3: reason they get paid is because they're stupid enough to be manipulated.
0: Yeah. And they also, like, any way to get comments in your videos makes them so much better. Yeah. Like I had the video of us going to the sky game, got so many people riled up that it caused it to go viral. People were like, I'm never going to a WNBA game. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you for the 11 Ks.
3: It's okay. This, this is a total tangent, but how fucking funny is it that the Miami heat stadium is still called FTX arena.
2: That's not really a tangent. It's kind of what we're talking about. But yes, it is. But yeah, they
3: cheated. They made billions of dollars and then they got fucked because they got caught.
2: Yeah. This guy literally
0: bought their bluff.
2: That's the thing. (laughs) That's the thing. thing. We're not going to get caught.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Not cocky. Not cocky, just better. Better. I
2: forgot to put that in my statement. We got to cheat, but also not get caught.
0: Yeah. Put that on your tombstone. Put that on a t-shirt.
3: We just designate fall, guys.
0: Yeah. James. What?
2: it's still
0: cheating <laughs> yeah yeah um all right Um uh, just a little how you doing update for you guys there's a chance i'm getting out of our lease in the end of january let's go yeah so uh issue. actually so that would be chill um it's been fucking hell dude it sucks. Like just you your stress is all time high. Like you're always on high alert. It's just not a way to live. So um if we can get out of there, get rid of some stuff, sell it, and move on. Another stage moved on, you know? That'd be great. I
2: don't know about you guys, but the best part about my day is getting to come home. So if you're going to a place where you don't even want don't even like to live, that would be awful for me. So I'm happy for you and I'm sorry that you had to go through that.
0: Yeah. yeah, it sucks. Dude, perfect timing. Like, 15 minutes ago, tech, Stephanie texted me the dog has been barking for an hour straight.
2: Oh, they probably convinced him that it's a fucking uh, Siamese cat or something.
0: Oh, yeah, dude. I forgot. The the latest update was that the dude who owns the building sent an email to us pretty much calling us liars. Oh, what? He was like, uh, we take every noise complaint seriously, blah, 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 blah. We've checked with the people above you, and... Uh, some of your dates don't add up. We think you're just making stuff up and exaggerating how bad it is in order to get out of your lease. Uh, so we're gonna offer you this crap deal.
2: You know what he's doing?
0: His job? Hardballing.
2: Cheating. He's cheating. His <laughs> work. He's cheating his workload, and that's why he makes money. Yeah. So never mind. We're not gonna do that.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Um, so, uh, it'd just be fun to move on and, uh, find a better home. So that's a little bit about me. Brady's bum is on recovery and Brez is still starting a new job. So
2: what I will tell you is that, um, I've been like begging for, to be able to stay home for like three days and I've gotten it. I got to stop wishing for this. I'm going nuts.
0: Dude. Yeah. Staying at home is the worst. You always well, think I about think
2: I could just like fucking settle down and enjoy it because like I do like this is something that is, was un- unavoidable, but it's like, oh, this, I'm like a fucking dog. I'm like the sun's out. What's going on out there? I got to find <laughs> out.
3: out and it was like the <laughs> nicest day in January ever today. Yeah, yeah. of
2: course it was. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I literally took my niece to the park today.
2: Fuck you, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: that's good. Um, any life updates y'all care to share? We're pretty caught up with everybody.
3: Yeah, that's pretty much it. Sweet. Nintendo switches are dope. Good relationship. <laughs> get highly suggested.
0: <laughs> Dude. Arby's not as bad as everybody says the five for five <laughs> deal lives up to the hype. I'm going to tell you what the letter Q gets a bad rap. <laughs> it's more adaptable than everybody makes it seem. <laughs>
2: <laughs> One, Arby's not that bad, too. Nintendo Switch is fucking awesome.
0: Give me free games, Nintendo. I'm telling you right now, I'm a fan of the color pink, and I don't care who says. It's not for men. Dude, that was out of left field. That was
2: awesome. (laughs) Any life updates? Nintendo
3: Switch is awesome. Oh, the reason it's a life update, I recently acquired one, and I fucking love it.
0: Yeah, we picked up on that. It was just a great delivery.
2: Oh, you know what would be great if you didn't have one?
0: That <laughs> would have <laughs> I played one last week and it changed my life. That would have been yeah. so much better. Like, Brez yeah. stole it from his niece or nephew and just, like, had it for hours, stiff arm of yeah, the kid. We're
2: doing that every week. Say, say stuff that's cool that we don't have. Oh, a million dollars is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: okay. I
0: always,
2: too far. I always take it too far.
0: No, it was still funny. I can't hear that. Ah, man, it's just crickets. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so some guy who just can't make up his mind and uh, or the teams that he goes to just don't really care for him. Carlos Correa is now back on the Twins after being on the Giants and the Mets for a respective month and a half.
3: This was the most I think we should see other people thing. And then... Dude. The original person being like, I'm the best you're going to ever have. Dude, it was just me and I, Stephanie's
0: relationship fast forwarded.
2: I was literally just going to say the same exact thing. <laughs> I was, I was going to say, I've never been this guy, but I've heard stories about <laughs> it where the girl leaves you and she says, Oh, we're just going to take a little break. She tries out the rich guy. The she tries out the guy in California in the Giants. But then she always comes back
0: to, <laughs> to the, the Midwest.
2: Little <laughs> old Minnesota.
3: <laughs> Dude, it's the shittiest location that he could have signed into. Yeah. Which just makes it all the better. Like, fuck this guy. He's a cheater. He tried to pawn off having underlying other issues. He's just a piece of shit. And I don't think he's nearly as good. I don't even think he's worth six years, 200 million. He doesn't play like 50 games a year.
0: Six years is an outrageous thing for him right now. Yeah, I think I think he's got a
3: degenerative fucking knee.
0: Yeah. I also I he's whatever be playing
3: second base two years into the contract.
0: I'm pretty yeah, pumped. To, the
2: thing we were just talking about it. Like he went out and made himself more valuable. Whether or not the girl was happy with the guy in California or the rich guy, we don't know. She probably posted on her Instagram that she was happy with them. Yeah, so on then a you boat. And we pay more. <laughs> Make yourself valuable through lying and <laughs> I'm telling you guys, this is how it's done.
0: This is how you win life: lie, cheat, steal, beat. It's a game of inches, fellas, and we got to take everyone we got.
3: I mean, if you oh, look yes, at history, kind of true though.
0: <laughs> yeah, it should be called. Yeah,
2: dude. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That that scumbag, Christopher Columbus, scum, liar. Christopher Columbus is a state in this household. He's a stealer. He's a liar. Uh,
3: I mean, what? All of colonialism and imperialism was basically theft. Okay,
2: no more imperialism. I want to talk about Rafael Devers for a second. Oh, true.
3: Fuck you. What? Because we could have had him over Yohan fucking Moncada.
2: I wasn't even talking about him with the White Sox. What are the Red Sox doing? Like, you're hanging on to one piece of a crumbling tower? Like, what are we doing there?
3: I do think that that piece is worth its weight in gold. Brad, and he's so a big boy.
2: I, but I'm saying, like, they're not good.
3: Yeah, they're really not.
2: And it's, they just lost. their the. They play next to each other on the field. They hit about 330. They hit a bunch of dingers. They play well together. He just lost his fucking Patrick to his SpongeBob.
0: Yeah. Xander Bogarts. totally do. Yeah, yeah. Actually. Wow. I didn't think about it that way. Yeah. yeah. Of course you wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. He lost his Robin, dude. <laughs>
3: What aura? is Batman going to do without Robin?
2: He's going to call fucking Nightwing. Oh, Brez, let me put this into your terms. You know how there's two controllers on the side of the Nintendo Switch? <laughs> yeah. You can't play without the one on the left. And that's what Sander Bogart says. Yeah.
0: <laughs> dude, imagine if Arby's took away the curly fries. Exactly. I'd yeah. never go back. <laughs> I've actually never had Arby's. I've never had Arby's, dude. I thought I'm not they were a, fake. I'm not a huge roast beef guy. To be completely honest. And I think that's all they sell.
2: I don't think this will come to a shock to you guys. I've had it multiple times.
0: <laughs> Says the guy who had Taco Bell for lunch, or breakfast, Panda for dinner. And what was the third?
2: Long John Silver's.
0: Oh, uh, uh, yeah. 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 You
3: ate it. Wow. You really do have the widest palate for
0: fast food restaurants. And
2: the widest chin. Look at this.
0: And a good ass, dude. Yeah, um, bum. Yep, 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 yep. It's on recovery, dude. It's still a good butt. Is there
2: anything else going
0: on in the MLB? Uh, The White Sox are just still being dudes and butts. Um, oh, prayers to, thoughts and prayers to Liam Hendricks. Got diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Yeah. Um, it is treatable. Um. He's one tough motherfucker, and if somebody's going to get through it, it's going to be this guy. Um, what was really cool for me to see was on his post, the White Sox post, all MLB teams were commenting like, good luck. You're going to get through it. Like, L- Liam can't wait Strong, to see you back. Yeah. Like even the twins, the Royals. And I know it's interdivision and it's just, we're people before it, but it's just still cool to see. And it yeah. gives you a little reinforcements that, you know, things are good. Um, so we give him our thoughts. We wish him the best and hoping for. Some sort of speedy movement in this fight for him. Absolutely. Yeah.
3: And it from what I gathered, it seems like they caught it at an early stage where it is treatable, but that's by no means a guarantee. Just hope the best for him and his
0: family. Yep. Amen. Um, all right. So one thing. That uh, we'll finish on MLB is uh, who's winning the World Series.
3: I always want to say the Mets at this time of the year because they do so much and spend so much money. The White Sox.
2: No, Kate Upton is is cursed. She's cursed.
3: (laughs) You know what's nuts is there two aces who are sick as fuck.
0: They're both older than shit yeah they're so old dude that's what i'm saying is justin verlander is just a crotchety old white guy now they were teammates <laughs> they were teammates 16 years ago in detroit yeah completely unrelated you guys know that matt stafford and uh clayton kershaw <laughs> went to high school together <laughs> oh my god no but seriously if if when they left as
3: teammates was a baby it can fucking drive now yeah
2: Dude, Verlander and Scherzer's fucking max preps or whatever it was called was in black and white.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's actually true. That's so funny. Uh, I smack
2: the TV to see it.
0: <laughs> um, it was all right. on a
3: VHS tape.
0: Let's let's move into the NBA so we can finish off with a little playoff preview for the coming weeks. For I'm NFL, say something,
2: then you guys can say whatever the fuck you want. Go for it. Um, we talk about sports limbo. I don't even think they're in limbo anymore. They're just fucking annoying. The Bulls are annoying as shit. Um, I don't really even enjoy watching them anymore. I I will watch every single game, but they're just annoying. They're not good. They're not bad. They're not in limbo. So I I really don't even know what to tell you. They are
3: no, they are in limbo. They're exactly no, they're in they're
2: limbo. They're not in limbo. Well, well limbo is still. You have a stance like you're still like we don't want to be. We're not going to be too good. We're injured, so we're not that good, or we're not that bad because we're not tanking, and we have these guys that want to be successful. They're just annoying. That's all. That's what they are.
3: At this point, I would not be upset about shedding Zach Levine's contract, even though it seems like
0: he may be pulling his head out of his own ass, like with his play as of late. I don't care about holding on to any guy on this team. I kind of have a soft spot. For Alex Caruso, just because he's a high flying white guy. And that's about it. <laughs> I have a soft
2: spot for DeMar DeRozan. And that's
0: I, it. I love DeMar. I love Io.
3: I, oh, yeah, Io. I, I, I actually really like Andre Drummond.
0: He comes in, and plays I, I eight minutes, Drummond. and gets 12 yeah, rebounds. I'm, I'm, it's fucking hilarious. I'm talking about the guys who have trade value.
2: The
3: Drummond has a Drummond, trade
0: value.
2: The problem with Drummond is that when we signed him, I was like, yes. He like this is a, this is a bad representation but when I get older I want a big dumb Rottweiler that's what I want as my as my dog of the future, and I knew that's what Andre Drummond was—big, clumsy guy who got a bunch of rebounds. Then I'm seeing tape of his offseason. he's just chucking up threes. I'm like, this guy's gonna be a difference maker. Yeah. Dude. Andre Drummond. So that was my fault,
0: dude. I we all knew where you were going with the big dumb Rottweiler, but once you said yeah. his name. It yeah. made it so much funnier.
2: looks so scary, but he's really not.
0: Yeah, he's a really good guy and everything. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. So- Remember when he dated that girl from iCarly?
2: Yeah, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> he was actually twice her size. He literally weighs
3: two and a half times what she does. But
2: actual square footage of both their bodies, he was four times her size. Yeah. <laughs> I bet he took a
3: poop that was like half of her weight.
2: Yeah, that didn't last long for physical and mental
0: health. <laughs> oh, man, that's, that's good. That's a good way to keep moving this conversation.
2: <laughs> no, but the Bulls, it's like we beat the good
3: teams. We are, we are now 8-2 and two against the top three seeds in the fucking Eastern Conference, and we lose to the dog boners of the NBA.
2: If I'm going to take one thing from this season – The Jazz game was my Super Bowl. So I will take that as a W because we beat fucking Larry loser. Yeah. But he did fucking posterize Vooch.
0: Oh my God, dude. Where (laughs) was any of this when we had. I think
2: he dunked once in a Bulls uniform. (laughs) He just fucking put his balls on Vooch's forehead, dude. dude. It was so bad. Yeah.
3: Him being an all star pisses me off so much. And he wears the
2: number twenty-three, and I'm gonna fucking kill him if I he ever gives me the time of day that I deserved six years ago.
0: He'll give it to you one day.
2: He better.
3: I I feel like he's gonna be such a nice guy when you meet him.
0: Yeah.
2: He's probably amazing,
0: (laughs) (laughs) He's probably top ten best guys in the world. But what what a piece of shit.
2: I'm starting to think about the guy at the door lied to me. Like, like maybe it wasn't Lauren, <laughs> but I, it had to have been him.
3: The thing is, like, he would have random nights where he would go off, and like he would throw a crazy dunk down. Very rarely, but like,
0: he's he was done never it it.
3: with consistency in Utah. Now he's that all the pressure's off, and of he was he's literally a throw
0: and trade out. piece. You guys are both talking.
2: Sorry. I'm sorry, I'm a little delayed.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, because of Zoom or just mentally?
2: Um, usually, usually mentally, but I think it's just Zoom this time. But whatever, he keep going, Bres. But he's awful. He sucks. He sucked for the Bulls.
3: It, yeah. Once the pressure was completely off, it's the same thing as Wendell Carter. Even though Wendell Carter still isn't like good. good. Larry Markinen was like the fourth priority on that trade as a financial balancer. Like that's
2: it. Could we talk about Wendell Carter for a second? For the team that he plays on, like the Orlando Magic, they—they're not real.
0: Yeah, dude, they're a fake team.
2: They really are. They are so stuck
0: in the circle of suck.
3: It's like un—it's unfathomable.
2: Have you guys ever been to Orlando?
3: One time. Yeah, before it, I could fucking remember it.
2: Awful. <laughs> you got to move them some way somehow. Yeah, the fact that like, they're named stand the guy. Sorry, bros.
3: The fact that they're literally named after like Disney and the only other thing in that city. It's like, is this really all this has to offer? Yeah, just Let's move
2: to Tampa. It. As much as I hate the guy, not hate him, as much as I can't stand the university he came from. Think about Paulo Bancaro, just like dominating the league. And then he, he leaves the stadium to Orlando.
0: That sucks.
2: Yeah, how do you, oh, there's no player development here. I wonder why.
0: Yeah. I mean, Tampa's got every team, and they've won in every sport. Just move them a little bit away from this. You can stay in the same state. Just go to the actual sporting area of said state. Doesn't Tiger Woods own 49% of them? <laughs> That'd be news to me. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it does. Um, even though right now the Bulls are in the playing game, gal. Yeah. So, uh,
2: so like, uh that's exactly what I'm talking about. Like the playing game became something two years ago. That's still not real in my mind. So the Bulls, they're not in limbo. They're just not real. And yeah. They're annoying as fuck.
3: Yeah. So, they're the White Sox from last year. Yes. Don't
2: even start.
3: <laughs>
0: Is it wrong?
2: I don't care. Don't compare my guys to the White Sox.
0: Yeah, very true. Your guys I don't like them at all. Um, So the East looks like Boston, Brooklyn, Milwaukee, Cleveland, Philly, Indy. And then it gets to the playing teams that don't really matter. In uh, the Western Conference, Nuggets, Memphis, New Orleans, Dallas, Sacramento, Golden State, then it doesn't matter. Um,
2: Golden State still being in there is crazy. What? Golden State still being in there is crazy. They're having a down year.
0: They're at 20 and 20.
2: Yeah, I know, which is insane. Like They're just going to fuck around and win it all again.
0: That would be so fucked up. I can see it, though. It.
2: I like I love Steph Curry. I'll never have a problem with seeing them win. Uh,
0: I actually liked seeing them win last year, uh, but I hated it when they were doing it before.
2: Remember when I literally wrote out in multiple paragraphs exactly what was going to happen in that series, and then it did.
0: Yeah, that
2: was crazy. yeah, that was
0: pretty nuts. That was impressive.
2: Yeah, I I did it with the uh, Astros World Series too. So maybe just talk. To- <laughs> listen.
0: Hey, sorry, Brady, you broke out for the last, uh, like, ten seconds. What What were you saying? <laughs> you
2: You would go in and edit that out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, let's move it along into some NFL previews. The stage is set. Everything is ready for the future Super Bowl champions. Kansas City and the Eagles get a bye, which um, Brez, if you need to rant about that, go for it. I, I just think it's bullshit that the Buffalo
3: Bills, after all of this, get fucked out of the one seed after holding it for 14, or what was it, 15 games or 16 games?
0: I think 15. And
3: lose on a technicality? Yeah. and Like, because they beat the Chiefs straight up, had the same amount of losses, just because the Chiefs have that extra game, their winning percentage is, like, Point two higher. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Like the the Bills beat them in their own house straight up. And it wasn't like they eked it out. They dog walked them.
0: Yeah. Uh their win percentage is point zero two one two higher. Yeah, and exactly. Next
2: year you just take away Week eighteen, and then just have those two play each other for for the first round matchup. Do you know? Like, I know they'll talk about injuries and stuff like that. Don't make a team that's really good play another game. But do you know the ratings and all that? How amped everybody would be for that Week eighteen to get the one seed if a situation popped up like that?
3: Yeah, that is actually a proposal we should take to the league for money.
2: <laughs> yeah, but it makes too much sense.
0: Yep. Um, All right, so we start Saturday, January 14th with the Seahawks versus the 49ers, and the spread is nine and a half over under 43.
2: Um, I'm going to go first on these because of delay, and then you guys all go. Um, San Fran's awesome. I've been talking about Brock Party. You're all invited. They do not deserve to be 10-point favorites. I'm being crazy on this game. I'm taking Seattle's money line first half. And their spread plus 10. It's way too many points. I think San Fran ekes it out in the end, but I'm doubling down and I'm taking the Seahawks first half and then plus 10.
3: I like before we started recording, I said I was taking them straight up. You're not going to beat the same team three times in the same season.
2: Oh, no, 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 no. They're not going to win. Pete Carroll is their coach in the fourth quarter. He freaks out, and that San Fran's just going to squeak by, probably by a touchdown.
3: Okay. Like you think they score a late touchdown, Seattle comes down the like doesn't able to do anything game over. Yep. Okay. I could see that too. Like I, I agree that the spread is just too big. Like Brock Purdy, I
0: mean he's a rookie quarterback that's played five games. So is Geno Smith, dude. Geno <laughs> Smith is a fucking rookie quarterback. This is the Jesus. first time this is the first time he's done anything. Yeah, this is the first true. time he's been anywhere. This is the first time anything has happened in this man's career. It's a rookie versus a rookie. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. The 49ers are playing the best football ever for them right now with a third-string quarterback, and Seattle's doing the same with a third-string quarterback. here is.
2: I hate that we do this, podcast. I'm changing my mind on everything right now.
3: Here's the X Factor. Do you know what Tyler Lockett's record against the 49ers is? Tyler
0: Lockett, give me a fucking break! It's eleven and four. I don't give a fuck. How often is he going to have the ball? It's eleven and four because of Russell Wilson. It's eleven and four because of Russell Wilson, and that's the only reason.
1: It's not because of
0: Tyler Lockett. Shut up, dude! It's not because of Tyler Lockett.
1: About
0: this, dude. That's like saying the ball boy who's been on the team is because it's eleven and four. Tyler Lockett is only getting the ball due to his quarterback. Tyler Lockett, this year, every time he catches the ball, goes down the second after catching it. Geno Smith is trash. Brock Party is playing well because that team, in and of itself, is organized so that every single person can succeed at any given point. The Seahawks were in no man's land after the Russells trade, and they just got lucky that Geno Smith decided, hey, you know what, I was good at football one time. I can try and do it again. Give me the eighth chance in the league. Dude, if the cameras
2: are working, you have to clip Brad saying what he's saying and then you saying what you're saying because if they win, he looks like a genius for bringing out Tyler Lockett. If they lose, he looks so dumb. (laughs) (laughs) I
0: I also just, I, I really enjoy almost every player on the 49ers.
3: Yeah, it's hard not to.
0: And you look at Tyler Lockett's career, it's phenomenal. It's a really good one. You look at DK Metcalf, he's huge. It's great. You don't, their tight end is Will Disley, who looks like you pulled him out of a swamp in some very weird area. (laughs) And Geno Smith, dude, like the 12th man is no longer that presence that it used to be. And they still are like, they were in a rebuild due to giving away Russell Wilson, and then made it to the playoffs. Versus a team that has gotten so close to winning a Super Bowl, I just don't see how this game isn't 49ers minus 9.5. The 49ers have earned the right to be here multiple times, and they've fallen short the past three, four seasons. And they've covered like 9 of 10. And they've built something that lasts. You had three quarterbacks. Granted, I'm rooting for them because we beat them Week One, and we're going to beat the defending. Super, we're going to beat the Super Bowl champions. Add that to the fucking resume when I'm applying for new jobs.
2: <laughs> Do you know what this game just turned into? What? Me, me staring at it on my bet slip, playing this over in my head. Both of you two, and guess what? I'm going to end up doing
0: the wrong thing. The nope. over. Just taking the over.
2: No <laughs> <laughs> wonder I'm so good at this.
0: Yeah. Um, all right. We're, we can stay on one game for as long as we want. Uh, after that game on the same Saturday, the Chargers go against James's Jaguars. Chargers are minus one. Over-under is 47 and a half. Go for it, Brady.
2: Playoff game in Jacksonville. Like, what are we even talking about there? So, like, that brings me to two places. Playoff game in Jacksonville. Chargers have been fucking so up and down all year, pissing us all off. So, it could either be Jack- Jacksonville at home wins by a ton, or the Chargers just finally show up. Unfortunately, I'm taking the Chargers to show up.
3: I'm the exact opposite. I'm going to put my leather jacket and jean shorts on for this game. <laughs> Give me the Jags. All
2: right. I
3: like Mike Williams practically broke his back last week in an inconsequential game. Why the fuck was he playing? He's okay, gonna be out. The
2: other, side, the other side of it is you show me some stats on the Jaguars in the playoffs.
3: Uh last time they were in the playoffs, they went to the AFC championship.
2: And lost to the Patriots. Great. That's three games total.
0: Yeah. I don't know where I want to stand on this game, to be completely honest. I So what you're saying is they have a winning record in the playoffs?
2: So if you want to fucking take it that way, also what I'm saying is that if I lose betting against the Jaguars, I'll sleep way better than fucking betting on the Jaguars. I'm like, oh, wow, well, I should have known it's the Jaguars.
3: Who is, like, also who, like, what's the, what's the Chargers record?
2: Uh, it's not the Jaguars. You're acting like the Jaguars, like, aren't who they are.
3: And who are the Chargers besides frauds for
0: the last two decades? 10-7. and
2: LaDainian Tomlinson.
0: And they never won, even though they should have. Final record for the Chargers was 10-7. and seven.
2: It's a very fair point, but I, if at the end of the day, when I'm putting my head down, I'm going to be happier that I lost betting the Chargers than I would be losing bet, betting on the Jaguars.
0: Yes, if this game was a 3 Point or higher spread, I would take the underdog. Having it be a one-point spread has me fucking mixed and mangled, guys.
2: Home dogs.
0: Yeah, by by a point, but still home dogs. So you're right. Like the thing though. Um, you're right. I, I probably just to be on the same side as James, I'll probably go Jags, and I, I'm not gonna like it. I I might just stay away from this one. Under. Over then. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Move to Sunday, January 15th. Dolphins at Bills. Bills minus nine and a half over under 46 and a half.
2: The Dolphins are dead. Um, Bills minus nine.
0: Yep. Yeah. I. It has to be. Dude, if I'm the Dolphins, regard. I, I never mind. If I'm the Dolphins, I'm forcing Tua to play regardless. If I'm a person outside of the organization, I'm telling Tua to retire. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, you had three bad concussions three months apart. Like three months total, a concussion each month. I just hope he doesn't go all Antonio Brown. I just hope he retires. He can make a killing in a booth on the sideline. Look at Robert Griffin III. He's having fun. Absolutely. He cut his career short. Andrew Luck, he has a whole family and no one even remembers him. And he's happy as a clam. Leave the game, dude. It's not for you. You didn't it's for you for sure, but it's not, it's not worth it.
2: It's not for his body. But also, how much do you think he moves this line? To probably four and a half, five? To a healthy top of the
0: at- li- a healthy top of the line to a? Yeah. Four.
2: Right, so he's coming back to be an underdog. No.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, I think he. I, it's it sucks, and early endings of careers are never a good thing. But, dude, for the well being of you, your family, your future, leave the game behind.
2: No one to hold him, No one to fold them.
0: Amen. But we never do. It kind of stinks.
3: Well, he got dumb. He, he got a first overall <laughs> contract kind of deal, so. His Money anyways, would be okay. Yeah. yeah. I I am actually with you as sad as it would be just because of like the what could have been, but it's not a what could have been should find out, yeah, kind but of thing.
0: Yeah, and this right,
2: is- that's what I was just gonna say. What could have been is extensive brain damage instead of just a little bit.
0: Right. And this is completely different than like Derek Rose like tearing something. Like oh, this right. is this is something that's gonna affect the way you like live, like in your head, like the way you process, the way you.
2: Brain is the nucleus.
0: Right. The powerhouse of the cell. Um, <laughs> moving right along to probably the most anticipated game in the podcast New York Giants against the Minnesota Vikings. Vikings minus three over under 48 and a half. Saquon, two TD. Giants, money line. Oh, I kind of like the Giants. Oh.
2: That is so dumb. <laughs> Skull
0: Vikings. Dude, I know. It has Vikings written all over it. The spread should be seven and a half. The way the Giants have been playing, the way the Vikings have been playing. The Vikings are still, even though it's a poor man's 13 and 4, it is still 13 and 4. This spread should not be anywhere close as it is. It should be Vikings, but it is Saquon 2 TDs. And Giants money line.
2: I am riding the Vikings till the end of me, and this may be the game that does it.
3: <laughs> Brez, roll Giants, baby. <laughs> no, Fuck the Vikings. <laughs> I, <laughs> uh, they're, just a, they're the worst like 12-win team I've ever seen in my life. Their 13. defense can't stop a <laughs>
0: fart. 13. 13. 13. Oh, even worse. <laughs> yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, the yes, okay, moving right along into, <laughs> it's just the same game again. No, Ravens at Bengals. Yeah, wasn't it just, oh, it was Bengals. Oh, whatever, dude. Uh, oh, no,
2: yes, you're correct. Sorry, sorry, yeah.
0: sorry. So, uh, Ravens at Bengals, Bengals minus seven over under 42. if um,
2: you'll know more about this, is Lamar playing?
0: Uh, They tried to work him out today.
3: And he was still limping. So no,
2: he was limping.
3: I think he's gonna end up playing, and I don't think it's gonna matter. Yeah, I think they suck.
2: Oh, the Bengals are fucking fire. I think it's a big. I think it's a big line, but I still think the Bengals win. I think this is a don't touch it game. Possibly takes the over because I'm a psychopath, but no way I'm touching the Bengals.
3: You know, My you father. know the average am- amount of points that the Ravens have averaged the last seven weeks of the season, right? So bad. Oh. It's so bad, dude. It's less.
2: 11.9. Okay. Well then that furthers my point that I'm going to not take anything.
0: Uh, Yeah. I'm going to go Bengals minus the seven. The Ravens haven't looked good. Yeah. I, I see the wink. I'll put it out on the line. <laughs> uh, I think it's, I think Bengals minus seven. I, I don't see a world in which the Ravens can put together something that's already fallen apart. You know, like, regardless if Lamar comes back, he's not that big of a savior. And five, six weeks off healing to get forced back, this is different than the Tua thing because this is your body versus mind. I think Lamar just should, for his future, I think he'll have better opportunities to be in a better spot to succeed down the road.
2: Pat, I think you need to have two margaritas before every episode because you're on fire.
0: Thanks, man. It's my mom's <laughs> birthday. I forgot to say that Happy at the beginning. Happy birthday, Carol. Golly. Perfect. Yeah, me and my mom went out to lunch, and I had two margaritas, and it got me a little buzz just because I don't eat breakfast.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that description or
0: explanation every time is so good. <laughs> um, all right, final thoughts. Um, who Who's hoisting?
2: We got another game, pal.
0: No, we don't. The Monday nighter. Oh, shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. My bad, my bad. It, I thought it was on my little sheet here. I thought it was just the teams on a bye. My fault. Monday night, the 16th of January at a dawning 7.15 p.m. start. A shit team takes on a shit team. Shit team minus two and a half over under 45 and a half.
2: This is the biggest game in the NFL in the past 20 years and let me tell you why you're going to find out whether tom brady the greatest of all time the man who has dominated through all of our lifetimes if he's done or if we're gonna get the same old choke boys like this game has so much more i know you said shit team versus shit team and that does make a lot of sense it's probably going to be a fucking terrible game but i'm just saying for the outcome mm-hmm. means more in this game than any other game until the Super Bowl.
0: For a legacy standpoint, yes.
2: Absolutely. And just the Cowboys are America's team, but they always choke in the playoffs. If they lose to a 40-fucking-four-year-old Tom Brady after the season they just had, a losing record Tom Brady in the first round because they couldn't get home field advantage or the bye or win their division, it would be the worst loss in Cowboys history.
0: Yes, 100%. And the spread is only favoring the Cowboys by two and a half.
2: And you know
0: who I'm taking? Yeah. I think I I think it's just take the Bucks money line. And yeah. e- even I know you are on the side of that regardless of whatever the spread was, it was going to be Bucks alternate spread, Bucks money line, whatever in your world. After what the Cowboys did last week, after kind of looking like they're trying and then they tried to do that, oh no, dude, I'm not trying, I didn't even care about this. It's cool if you don't care. Against yeah, no. the Commanders,
2: yeah, that's not a recipe for success. Trust no.
0: me. Yeah, I know. Look at me, and <laughs> um, I just—it's gonna suck watching this game, and I honestly don't know if I'm gonna.
2: I'm gonna be eyes wide open right in front of the fucking TV.
0: Yeah, Brez, you're
3: computing. I over have there. to <laughs> take the Buccaneers <laughs> out of principle. Because Tom Brady has literally never lost to the Cowboys. Who's to stop Why him now?
2: Why would you say <laughs> that?
0: So I can take the Cowboys. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. Oh, all right. Well, we've painted the roadmap for you to succeed in this first round of the NFL. Oh, wait. Who's winning it all?
2: Um, the Vikings.
0: Disgusting. <laughs> just gross. After that little stunt you just pulled with the Buccaneers, you're going to say the Vikings?
2: They refuse to lose.
0: Yeah. I have no idea, but I'm just going to say either Kansas City or the Eagles just because I've been saying it all year. Can't go back on my word now. I don't think it's the Eagles.
3: I'm going to go the Bengals. Gross.
2: Ooh.
3: Gross.
0: Not the Bills? They're just cursed, man. I don't know. I think the curse was lifted. I think the curse was lifted after that kickoff return. But let bygones be bygones. And best of luck to everybody this weekend in their endeavors. It's been a blast and a half. And Brady, can you hear this?
2: Let's go Bulls and let's go Tyler Lockett. (laughs) Shut the fuck up, dude.
0: I'm going to drink so much water. And I'm going to stay so hydrated. Buy a Hydro Flask. They're awesome. This has been Season 9, Episode 3 of the Washed Up Podcast. God damn it, it's been fun having you. Music by Pat Mallers and Chef Charles. Feels so good. Peace, love, and happiness.
1: City, come on and ride with me Get high and catch a vibe with me This music that make you feel good Do it for the real ones Do it while I still can This is for the real fans We're singing along with the set of light shows I know, I ain't so fly Don't you think so too? Shorty trying tryna to come through to kick it like kung fu On the block cruise With the sunroof open I'm the one who everybody love Everybody wanna be like me I cha-cha real smooth Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do I break rules and raise roofs. sit break goose with great juice I make moves and I make a music game Ain't loose, homie Fall back like I down Okay, I gotta go right Out, la-di-da-di-do I- Tell you all why, ain't felt like this for a long time Can't think with the wrong mind, can't drift to the wrong tide Can't sink if it's all dry, land One day you gotta learn to fly, Curve the plot Cook it up, serve it hot Shorty thick like a car bomb, oh lord Won't quit till it's all mine on God I've been steady trying to get in my way That's the only way that I get down Ever since I focused on my mindset. fucking awesome Get it, get it, good, good Get it, get it, good Get it, get it